pray for us. We preached a little hard this morning at the church. Hey, I'll preach just as hard to them as I, as I do anywhere else I go. Amen. First Peter chapter number four. I like to say this tonight, and you take this how you want to, but I'm going to say this. Amen. I'm going to say this for, for the service tonight. It ain't about you. It ain't about me. It's all about Lord. It's all about Him. It ain't about you. It ain't about us being seen. It's all about Him. When we take and make it about ourselves, God's no longer in it anymore. I didn't come to tickle years tonight. I didn't come to hurt you. I come to preach. This word offends people because there's truth in it. Men don't like this word because it does not tolerate sin. The word of God does not tolerate sin. Amen. Verse number one, chapter number four, the book of First Peter, if you there say amen. How many of you is praying for me? How many of you has been praying for me? Amen. Then I'm going to preach what the Lord laid upon my heart, Pastor. It's all right, right? Amen. For as much then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh... Arm yourselves likewise with the same mind, for he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. For uh, the time past of our life may suffice uh, us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles. When we walked in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, revelings, banqueting, abominable idolatries, Wherein they think it strange that you run not with them, uh, with, with them to the same excess of right, speaking evil of you. Who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead. For for this cause was the gospel preached also to them that are dead. That they might be judged according to men in the flesh, but live according to God in the spirit. But the end of all things is at hand. Be therefore sober. Watch unto prayer. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. I pay very close attention to this verse of Scripture. And as every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Good stewards taking care, giving due respect to the grace that God has given us. Now, verse 17, not trying to take away from the scripture, you read before and after when you get home. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to Him in well-doing as unto a faithful Creator. Pastor, if you would, ask the blessing over the reading tonight. Father, we thank you for the Word of God tonight. It's already stirred our hearts. Thank you for thy man's servant, Lord. Father, we love you. God, we ask you, Father, that you move in a mighty way, God, upon your children tonight. God, Lord, you know the needs of every heart, every life, and every soul that's here. 
God, Lord, you know the needs. God, Lord, of the visitors, the members, the lost, the saved. You know it all. So, Father, Lord, touch us. God, give us an anointing tonight. Use us, Lord, to preach the acceptable word of God. Rightly divine. Word of truth. Yes, Lord, we love you. Amen. As we was uh, uh, we, we we study and uh, we um, as your pastor called us several months ago, and then come to find out he'd been sick and then then got sick again. I believe he had it twice. I believe what he was telling me, man. We, we've we've been in a lot of prayer, and I, I, I'll be honest with you. As we uh, we get in prayer, and I ask God, I said, Lord, well, what do they need? And uh, listen, I come tonight. Uh, I don't come with anything new. I don't come with uh, with anything new. There's nothing new under the heavens. But I believe tonight uh, uh, that 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 God's people. I believe we've got into a place uh, where we're comfortable. I believe we've got into a place, and and and, and I'm just gonna preach to you. <laughs> I really believe, now I've not pastored as long as some of these other brothers. Hey man, I've, I've probably, uh, 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 I've been in church almost uh, well, today. Matter of fact, rededicated my life Mother's Day of 1992. So, hey amen, so today's been 30 years. I want to say this to you tonight. I've never in my life, never in my life, what I saw growing up, the things I saw, my, my, my first pastor, Preacher Lewis Lambert, been on my heart all day today. I've been thinking about how things were when I was young. And you know what? I, I, I'm just going to be honest with you tonight. I hear people talk about how things used to be. I hear people talk about how they used to go out in the woods, you know, fashion rock altars, and they'd pray and the power of God would come down. And I'd hear them pray, hear them say how church services used to be and how this used to be. And I'll be honest with you, I'm sick and tired of hearing about how it used to be. I want to know, can it still be that way today? Hey man, I don't know about you, but I still serve the same God that the men of God did before me. Hey man, the message that they preached then, it's still the same message today. It's still Jesus. It's still Jesus. It's still Jesus. And it has not changed. Hey, listen, I hear, listen, I'm going to tell you what I hear, what God allows me to hear. I hear everybody talking about the White House. Everybody wants to criticize what's going on there. I hear them disagree with the courthouses. Everything that's going on there. I hear them talk about how the schoolhouse has gone to ruin. How they've pushed God out of everything. Let me tell you something. You can't push God out. He's everywhere. You can deny Him, but you can't move Him. He's still there. But listen, if I believe tonight where our concentration, where our heart needs to be, where our thoughts need to be, is what's wrong with the church house. It begins right here. Judgment must begin here. If we want revival, I'm going to preach a message tonight that God give me on how bad do you want it. How bad do you want revival? Because friend, just coming to church, sitting on the pew ain't going to bring it. Uh-uh. Bringing your Bible in here ain't going to bring it. Uh, wearing your best suit ain't going to bring it. 
we're going to have to do some things whether you're young or whether you're old. I'm watching those that used to shout. They don't shout no more. Amen. Where's the prayer warriors of the house of God? Hey, it starts here. If we'll get the house of God straightened out, friend, I'm telling you, God can send revival in the day and hour we're living in, but it's all dependent on how bad you want it. If you don't want it, you ain't going to get nothing. You go get out of it what you put into it. I've never in my life seen the day and time where the gospel don't mean what it's supposed to mean anymore. We've got our own interpretation. Well, the Bible said that it's not of any private interpretation. That don't mean you can make it mean what you want it to mean. That is not what that means. The Bible will mean to you what it says or it'll mean nothing at all. He said there that we should be good stewards of the grace of God. See, God's forgiveness is Him forgetting what you deserve. God's mercy is you not getting what you deserve. But God's grace is us getting better than we deserve. And we ought to be a good steward of that. What the Lord's done for us. I didn't know you before you was a preacher. But I know you ain't always been a preacher. There's another man. There's an old man there. That God bestowed grace. Gave you better than what you deserve. You deserved hell. You deserved a cross. Hey, every one of us deserved hell. But I'll say this, we need to be good stewards of God's grace and what He's done for us. Instead of acting like we deserved it. Oh no, there's some things that we're going to have to change if you want it. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Turn with me just right quick. I'm going to show you who God can revive just right quick. Turn with me to Isaiah chapter number 57. If you will, please. Isaiah chapter number 57. Listen, as we've studied, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't normally do this. Uh, but God's laid something upon our heart. You'll hear about that later on at the end of the week. Let me say this. About the song that the brother was singing. I'll go down seven times. You know why he had to dip seven times? You know why? Because six times wasn't going to work. Five times wasn't going to work. Friend, I'm going to tell you right now. We can come to church all we want to. But until we do what God says, we ain't going to get cleansed. We ain't going to get revived. It's going to take us doing what God says to do. Amen. Y'all about to get me stirred up. Isaiah 57. Look at verse number, help me Father. Look at verse number 15. Now watch now. He's speaking here. He's condemning Israel. Israel's idolatry. Listen, they've got their minds on everything. We've got our minds on everything but God nowadays. We got everything to take our attention off of reading our Bibles. We got these little apps going, help me, Lord. We got these little apps that'll send us a verse for today. And we'll read that little verse and think we've done God justice. No, he said, study how to show thyself approved. Not a little verse on your phone. Here's what I'd like to say tonight. Bless God, get off of Facebook and get your face in the book. 
Verse 15. For thus saith the high. Verse 15. Isaiah 57. And lofty one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place. With him, what's this? He said he dwells in the high and the holy place. But let me go ahead and say this. He also said in Psalms that he inhabits the praise of his people. He'll dwell with us if we'll do what's right. Notice what he said here. Help me, Holy Ghost. I, uh, holy place. With him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. You see that tonight? Hey, we're going to have to humble. We're going to have to be contrite if we're going to be revived. That word humble I mean, means, if I can just say it this way, I'm humble. That means believing what God says about you over what somebody else or you think about yourself. That's being humble. When the word of God says we're wrong, you believe it. Hey, When God says that you ain't right, you believe it. If God's word says you can't do it, then you ain't supposed to do it. That's humbling yourself in the eyes of the Almighty God. Hallelujah. Friend, I'm going to tell you, we've got to understand tonight. We've got to understand tonight. Oh, of a humble heart and a contrite spirit. A father. Oh, you say, preacher, well, I'm a willing to humble myself. I'm a willing to realize. I'm a willing to understand. Oh, my God, tonight. Oh, that we have to humble ourselves before God and realize, hey, that sin might appear sin, that it might appear exceeding sinful. Friend, we've grown callous to it. We can sin and it don't bother us anymore. We can lay out a church and it don't bother us anymore. Hey, we can watch stuff on television and it don't bother us anymore. How back when them old preachers used to call it that old one-eyed monster. Hey, what's wrong with the church? What's wrong? We've let judgment leave out and let the world come in. Amen. Amen. Uh, hallelujah. That word contrite simply means this. To be crushed or sometimes to be thoroughly crushed. To be dejected, broken, beaten to pieces, to be bruised, to be humbled. You know what's wrong with the church preacher? They ain't broken anymore. I don't need to be fixed. Uh, 
No, we don't need to be fixed. I believe some of us need to get saved. I'm just going to say it. Some of us need to live right. Now see, brother, I'm old-fashioned. I'm fixing to turn 50 years old this year. But let me say this to you. I still believe what the Bible says. He said, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You know how you were saved? You humbled yourself before the mighty hand of God. You had a contract spirit. You were broken. You were crushed. He saved your soul. I still believe a man, woman, boy, girl, according to the word of God, gets saved. They'll change. You make all the decisions you want to. You make all the claims you want to. When I leave here tonight, I'm going to pull right there at that gate and I'm going to make a decision. Either I'm going to go left or right. He's more than a decision. Well, I'm a believer. I'm a Christ follower. The Bible said, he that saith he knoweth me. And I believe in the book of 1 John. He that saith he knoweth me, keepeth not my word, is a liar. And the truth ain't in him. Amen, preacher. You go ahead and preach, preacher. I don't want to be found a liar. I want to humble myself this week. I want to be of a contrite. Why? He said if you humble, he'll revive your heart. If you're contrite, he'll revive your spirit. Friend, I'm telling you, if we're going to get revival, we're going to have to do it God's way. He said he revived the spirit of the humble and the heart of the contrite. He said that whereas those that grope the walls, if you read your Bible, you know what groping a wall is? Somebody in dark, somebody that's blind. Here's the way the Christians are walking around nowadays. They don't know how to live. They don't know where they're going. They don't know what they're, you know why? They ain't looking to the Word of God. They're not looking to the Word of God. Hey, it don't matter if it's preacher. I love you. didn't know I was coming all the way back here, did you see it? Friend, I'm going to tell you right now. I don't care if your mama was saved. I don't care if your papa was saved. I don't care if your daddy was a preacher. Your daddy's daddy was a preacher. Your daddy's daddy's daddy was a preacher. That don't save you. Oh, no, sir. Oh, I've been preaching it a lot. Oh, everybody wants to quote John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. I mean, whosoever shall believe in him, I should not perish, but have everlasting life. But nobody wants to quote John 3, 3 and 5. You must be born again. What are you saying, preacher? You come in here and you leave the same way, you ain't getting it. You didn't get nothing. I ain't being mean. Can I just preach plain? We come in here tonight. I don't know what the other preacher's preaching. I don't. He might come in here and preach Jesus' love. He might tickle your ears. I don't know. But I'm gonna come back Thursday and cut your ears off. Ever since this man asked me to come preach revival, I've been smelling singed hair. Ever since he's glory. 
I've been smelling sins and I cannot get rid of that smell. You say, preacher, what's that about? Come back Thursday and you'll find out. I gotta get you primed up. I gotta get you ready. How bad do you want it? I said, preacher, how bad do you want it? Oh, they want the preacher to be on fire. Oh, they want the preacher to be anointed. But we'll come in and sit like a knot on a log in the house of God. We ain't got no fire about us no more. We ain't got no shout. We ain't got no testimony. Why? Why? We're dead. Wow, glory be to God. You ain't willing to humble yourself. I don't need no help, pride. You ain't willing to be broken. You ain't gonna get revival. How bad do you want it? Second Chronicles. You can probably, most of you can probably quote this. Second Chronicles. Turn there. I want you. I want to show you. I'm giving you scripture tonight. I'm giving you scripture. How bad do you want it? I'm going to ask you tonight, are there some things you're willing to do? And at the end of this, I'm just going to say it. If you ain't willing to do it all, you ain't going to get nothing. We can't pick and choose what we're going to live. Hey, that liberal preacher, brother, can tell you you can live any way you want to. Swing over hell on a rotten grapevine, still get to heaven. That ain't Bible. It ain't a denomination thing. It's a God thing. You gotta live right. You gotta live right. You gotta live right. We talk about the mess up there in the White House. We talk about the mess in the courthouse. We talk about the mess in the schoolhouse. But we don't never say nothing about the church house. We don't never say how we've messed it up. I'm telling you tonight, judgment begins at charity mission. Free will Baptist Church. I'll be like, hey, don't be like that one said at that back. Oh, I'm glad I'm not like that old sinner. Friend, you be that one said, Lord, forgive me. Oh, humble your heart. Humble your heart before the Almighty God. (laughs) He can't humble pride. He can't revive pride. Everybody's got egos. Everything going okay. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. You ask a preacher how their church is doing. Oh, it's going good, boy. Oh, it's good. You better open your eyes. The devil in there somewhere. He got them ones that want to make it about themselves in every church. Oh, yeah. They'll stray in. They'll weasel in. Friend, hey, you know how you get a snake to turn around at you? Step on his tail. When you step on his tail and he turns around, cut his head off. That'd be all right right there. Bible said the Holy Ghost teaches me the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Hey, we gonna shout. Somebody say amen. Make sure your bells is ringing right when your feet hit the floor. Amen. 
cause no disturbance in the house of God. We're here to get revival. I, I said, we, hey, I want to get that smell of singed hair out of my nose. Hey, there's some things God's wanting to do. I ain't preaching tomorrow. Lord's willing, I'll be here. I ain't preaching Tuesday. Lord's willing, I'm going to be here. But friend, I'm going to tell you, judgment begins at the house of God. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people, which are called by my name, not the lost world, he didn't say the White House, he didn't say the courthouse, he didn't say the schoolhouse. He said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. You know how God's gonna help America? Bless God, the church folks start living right again. Now I know that ain't popular, but I ain't a popular preacher. And I know that don't sit well with some because some don't like the truth. But if you read that, the very first word is if. God puts it in your plate. He puts the ball in your court. He said, children, if you'll do this, then I'm going to do something. You know what that tells me? If we ain't, hey, how bad you want it? You want it bad enough to humble yourself? You want it bad enough to pray? You want it bad enough to uh, to seek his face? You want it bad enough to turn from your wicked ways? If you want it that bad, then God will hear and send revival. How bad you want it? How bad you want revival? Now you know me, I'm just gonna be me. Well, preacher, I'm gonna be here all week. Just stay home. Just stay home. I can't believe you tell somebody, I'm not telling people stay home. I'm telling those that don't want revival, stay home. Don't come hinder those that do want revival. Well, Lord, I'm going to, uh, preacher, I'm going to be here all week. I'm going to carry my Bible. You know what? I'm going to go buy a new Bible Tuesday and break it in there. Don't care. Don't matter. I don't know if I've ever told you this, brother, but it ain't about you. It ain't about me. It's I only know your name. But I tell you right now, huh? Huh? Hey, it's the same for everybody. Hey, your name might be Mick, Becky. Your name might be John. Your, your name might be Bobby Joe Parker. I don't know what your name is. Friend, I'm going to tell you right now. We act in this day and time. Oh, can I'm just going to say it. We think the Baptists live this way. We think free will Baptists live that way. How the church of God lives this way. Pentecostal lives that way. Full holiness lives that way. Presbyterian. Ah, they ain't but one God one word one faith one baptism he's in all and through all how bad you want it how bad do you want it you want it bad enough to humble and pray seek his face turn from your wicked ways preacher I'm a Christian oh I'm sorry I'm sorry, I didn't know you was a perfect Christian. These people, these preachers, we can't save nobody. 
But he calls us an under-shepherd and an overseer for a reason. Stand to your feet, Pastor. Let me go ahead and remind everybody, I don't know who this is for tonight. He's the pastor of this church. You know who's above him? Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. You know who they talk to? This one right here. Can I tell you what we need this day and time? We need a message from God sent by a messenger of God. I believe the world's been sermoned to death. They need some message from God. An old-fashioned man of God ought to get down on his knees, ask God what the church stands in need of, and preach, preach, preach the Word of God. Just a messenger. You get mad at me when I'm preaching now. Don't you shake my hand and tell me you love me when you're going out to church. Because you ain't getting mad at me. You get mad at God. How bad you want it? Everybody listen. How bad you want it? How bad you want it? Paul said, when I would do good. When I would do good. Not when I do good, when I would do good. When I think about doing good, I can tell you've been praying for this revival. I felt it when I got up in the pulpit. You know what happens? Oh, enemy tries to hinder. He tries to grab his seat in the congregation of the righteous. It don't take me just a little bit to figure that one out. Why? Because the right spirit's on inside of me and he don't like the wrong spirit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Back before I was saved, I didn't trust nobody. When I sat somewhere, I sat with my back to the wall. And you ain't gonna sneak up on me. I tell you right now, if you was bigger than me and I thought you could whoop me, I was gonna get to you before you got to me. If you even give me an inclination that you was gonna jump on me, I was gonna jump on you first. So why don't we just call his hand tonight? Why don't we just rebuke him in the name of Jesus? Tell him we're going to get revival. We're going to do what we need to. Hey, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Where's the sacrifice anymore? Where's the sacrifice? Where's the sacrifice? Well, preacher, I, don't, I just don't know if I'm going to be making old week because that gas is so high. Where's the sacrifice? Where's the faith? Some of y'all didn't come up like I did. Me and my wife first got married. I see a car run on fumes for a week. Yeah. 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 Didn't have no money to put gas in the car. Get home, somebody done dropped off a big old tub of bologna and a loaf of bread. Said, I'm going to tell you, we ain't like king and queen. Some people don't know about that stuff. Some of y'all don't know about goulash. Yeah, uh, how bad you want it? God's people are starving. Let me remind you, Matthew, help me, Father. Matthew five and verse number six: They that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall shall be filled. Why are we so empty? Because we ain't hungry after it. How bad you want it? All right. James 5.16. James 5.16. She brought that one bottle of water out there. I think that thing looked like two gallons. Somebody turned and said, 
That's for the long-winded. Long as you don't fall asleep in the windowsill, you'll be all right. As Paul was long preaching, a feller fell asleep in the windowsill and fell down. Can I say this to you in church? We'll sit down and watch a movie for an hour and a half, two hours. We'll go to a restaurant, sit in line, sit in line for an hour and a half, sit there 40 minutes waiting on the food to get there, sit there another 35 minutes, 40 minutes eating, and then sit there for the next 20 minutes wishing we hadn't glutted. But we act like when we come to church, two hours is too long. It's ain't Burger King, you don't get it your way. Everybody likes that buffet stuff. They want to get to the desserts first. Uh-uh, the way I was raised, boy, you got you to eat your greens. Oh, yeah, you got to eat the... Uh-uh, you, what's this? You're going to spoil your dinner. See, some of y'all don't know about all that. Some of y'all young bucks. Y'all don't know about all that. Y'all know about that. Tell you how I was raised. What you put on your plate, you eat it. And the next day, if there's any leftovers, you eat leftovers. I don't eat eat leftovers. I'm going to tell you, I will physically. I'm going to tell you right now, God don't expect, hey, he gives fresh manna every day. Wow! Hey, we're trying to live on what God did yesterday. We're trying to live on what he did. I I threw uh, the men of God of old. Hey, I thank God for the ones like Spurgeon, for Vance Havner, for Moody. But they're gone. Scott Campbell's here. Wow! I preacher Hensley's here. I don't have to live in their shadow. I can live in Jesus Christ. I'm gonna try. How how bad you want it? How bad you want it? James five. Did I tell y'all James five? I never read it though, did I? Thank you, Lord. Help me, Lord. If any man see his brother, I'm sorry. Yeah. There we go. Y'all pray me through tonight. Lord knows. Lord knows. But here's what I'm going to say. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in this world. Hey, I'll go ahead and say this to you. If you're scared, jump in my pocket. Right there. James 5. James 5. Watch this now. I'll show you something. Confess your faults, verse number 16, one to another, and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. How bad you want it? You want it bad enough to effectual, fervent pray? The word effectual means to bring to pass, to achieve, to accomplish. The word fervent means to show strong feelings, sincere, and enthusiastic, to be enthused to do it. Fervent. In other words, I'm going to pray and I'm going to believe. What happened to the prayer warriors? 
Are you really willing to get down to some serious prayer? Lord, I thank you for the day. Bless us. Amen. He said, when you pray, pray not as those that pray to be seen and heard. He said, but what you pray, you pray in your prayer closet. What you pray in secret, the Lord will bless you openly. I'll tell you, say, I'm picking on you, you on the edge. It ain't none of your business how much I pray. But I'm going to tell you right now, God knows how much I do. And he knows how much I don't. But we're getting in this little repetitious prayer thing. Well, I pray every morning because it's what I do. We come to the altar and pray because that's what the preacher says to do. Where's our prayer time with God? Where's our one-in-one time with God? Hey, how bad you want it? The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. You know how we gonna get it? Bless God, you gonna have to want to get it. Amen. You willing to pray and believe? You real, you you willing to you willing to sacrifice and do what it needs to do? Hey, are you willing to pray and pray till God says yep. enough? Yep. Preacher, I'm just I'm I'm just I'm just too busy. Whew. I'm glad God ain't never too busy for us. I'm glad He don't treat us the way we treat Him sometimes. How bad you want it? Are we willing to get to some effectual fervent praying? How bad you want it? Humble, pray, seek His face, turn from your wicked ways. Get down, to, get down on them old knee bones. I'm talking about, I'm talking about pray till, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. He said, uh, he, he said the, the water that I give you will spring forth out of you as rivers of living water. Huh? Rivers of living water. Then where are the tears? Does anybody in here know what I'm looking for? I remember just about every church had about that color carpet. I don't know why. Boy, you come up to that altar, man, you could see. You could see where people had been crying. Boy, they'd been laying it out to the Lord. Huh? Oh, now watch this. Every one of them up there, something's been removed, something's been added. Oh, oh, we can't give them what we ain't got. Oh, that old beggar line. Here we go now. That old beggar line laying there. They laid him at the gate daily. Oh, and saw Peter and John come walking and walk along. They begged of gold and silver. Oh, he reached out. He said, silver and gold. Have I none? Oh, but here's what the man of God told him. He said, but such as I have. Such as I have, I give to thee in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. Hallelujah. You know how you're going to get it. You've got to have something to give somebody. Such as I have, I give to thee. Little did that fellow realize what he was about to give him. Bible said he went in. How y'all doing today? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That ain't how he went in. He went in leaping. 
How do you go from lame to leaping? I'll tell you how. Jesus. Huh? I had a woman all week long one time at a revival. Man, she got on me every night. I don't like the way you move around. I don't like the way you so loud. I thought to myself, man, when it quits getting beside you and it gets inside you, now you go understand. Oh, I got to thinking about that thing. And she said, Jesus never jumped around like that. I got to thinking about that all week. You know how many funerals he messed up? You know how many doctors he made mad? Hey, I don't know if he did jump around. The Bible don't record everything. But I'll say this. Everything he touched did. I'm going to tell you, if he touch your soul, we won't, we won't sit there like knots on logs. Y'all know what I'm talking about, not on logs. You know what I'm talking about, not on logs. That's where that limb's been cut off. What did he say? Every, every tree that bringeth forth not fruit shall be hewn down and cast into the fire. I believe it's pruning time. You want to act like a knot, you need to look like a knot. I say that out loud. I did. Let me say one more. How bad do you want it? There's a woman the Bible records spent everything she had. But yet grew none the better. Yet grew none. She spent every dime she had. Now if you study your Bible and you, you got to take the scripture for what it is. You study the time she was in. She wasn't supposed to come out of her house. She wasn't supposed to be out in public. They'd have stoned her. They'd have killed her. Huh? But you know, you, you, you know what happened? She wanted it bad. She wanted it real bad. I, I'm going to say it. She wanted it really, really, really bad. See, she done spent everything she had. Because if you read the scripture, now I'm just going to throw this in there and then you can go home and do your study. Hey, you, you find that she was sick 13 years and I believe it was Jairus' daughter was 13 years old. Now you go and you, you relate them two in the scripture now. Now friend, I'm going to tell you right now, that woman heard that Jesus was coming. Some of y'all heard that the pastor's called revival. He know there were some dead areas in the church. How bad do you want it? Hey, how mad you going to sacrifice? Hey, what you going to do to make sure you can be here every night that little old lady come out there here's what she said she knew Jesus was coming she said if I could just but touch I the hem of his garment boy I could see her trying to hide herself oh trying to get to Jesus oh she finally made her way across and when she touched the hem of her wow the Bible said immediately her blood issue stains it quit and the Lord said who touched me? See, I will, I want the Lord to know that I want to touch him this week. I'm about to fly away. I want him to know I want to touch him. I just don't want to go through the series of meetings. I want to touch the master. Why do I want to touch him? Because I want revival. Oh yeah, how bad do you want it? They said, Lord, all these people thrown me. You ask us, who touched you? He said, I felt virtue. I felt power. Leave me. See, God didn't give us a spirit of fear. But of power. 
of love and of sound mind. I'm gonna tell you, the church world lost their minds. You got that right. They done went crazy. You got that right. My brother, of course, he passed away just a couple months ago, and I miss him. I still ain't grabbed a hold of that yet. Don't know why it still ain't. He'd always tell me, he said, he called me snot boy. That's what he always called me. He said, snot boy, you can't fix stupid. And I thought to myself, I said, no, but you can fix what stupid does. We moved into our new property. This man thought he just kept driving through the yard because he'd done it for all them years. Uh-uh. You can't fix stupid, but you can fix what stupid does. I parked the car there. He couldn't come through there no more. <laughs> now watch this. He said he felt power go out of him. Uh-huh. And here's what the Bible says. And when the woman could not be hid. Now wait a minute. Wait a minute. She got there somehow. You know why? Because she wanted it bad. How bad you want it? How bad you want this revival? How bad you want to see God's people get on fire again? Huh? Can I tell you something? When you get it, you ain't going to be able to be hid. Huh? I, I, I got to thinking about that. That woman touching him and then all the commotion. Who touched me? And she's over here. Oh, she's probably hiding behind something over there. Oh, and the Bible said when she came, she over there going, wow, wow, wow. Oh, she couldn't be hid. Hey, how the Lord touched her. Hey, I believe when the Lord touches us, our people's going to know that God's people are still alive. How bad you want it? How bad you want it? How bad you want it? Back up to James chapter number four. I'm almost done right here. Don't say nothing. Who said that? I keep trying to get a drink of this water. How bad you want it, church? You just going to show up for the meetings? You just going to show up to hear what the preacher has to say? By the way, it ain't me speaking to you tonight. It's the Lord. I've prayed about this thing. And I'm going to tell you, God being my helper, brother, him being my helper, I will get the smell of sin's tire out of my smell this this week. We playing around with some dangerous stuff. Hey, just like that one naming that dipped down seven times. Why do I got to go over there? There's other bodies of water cleaner. Why do I got to listen to that preacher? There's other preachers that don't preach like that. You go right ahead. You better get in the water the Lord told you to get in. You better dip down as many times he tells you to dip down in it or you ain't going to get clean. He says, go on, you go on. He says, stop it, you better stop it. Here's what James says, chapter number four. Verse number five. Do you think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusts to envy? Every one of us, every one of us, you got that old fleshly nature. 
Well, preachers don't have that, do they? Sure they do. Bible said, where there's no shepherd, the flock scattereth. That's Bible. If the devil can get to the preachers, ain't no hope for the sheep. Well, not, not, I, don't care, I, don't care, I, don't, I don't care if you agree with it or not. That's Bible. That's Bible. It's Bible. We have got to understand, church. We've got to want it to get it. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? How bad? Other, other preachers in here, other churches probably represented. I don't know how many here tonight. don't know. But I'm going to tell you tonight. I'm going to tell you. How bad do you want it? Watch this. Verse number six. But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace to the what? Ain't that where we started out? Humbling ourselves before the mighty hand of God being of a contrite heart, being broken. Here's what I'm going to pray this week. Now, I got an old shotgun. Some of, y'all, some of y'all might not have a shotgun quite as old as mine. Amen. You can take that old shotgun. You can take the stock off of it. You can take and break it down. You can take the barrel off of it. You can take the butt off. You break that thing down. I'm going to pray God do that this week. Just break you down like an old double barrel shotgun. I don't care if it's side by side or under over. It don't matter to me. I'm going to pray he break you down. You know why I break my guns down? It's time for cleaning. It's time for the church. Go through some cleaning. I'm fixing to read the last passage of scripture here, but here's what I want to tell you. When I go home, I'm going to jump in the shower because I'll sweat profusely. If you ain't sweating it, you ain't getting it. Listen. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to jump in the shower and I'm just going to let the water run on me. Come on now, son. Yeah. And then I'm going to get out. I think I missed a step, didn't I? You sure did. See, you can come all week and jump in on water. You can come in and, 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 and the Spirit just rain all over the church. But if you don't pick up the soap, you ain't going to get clean. I ain't got much of it, but I got to put some shampoo in that hair right there. Oh, yes, sir. Huh? My wife used that olive olay. It helps you look younger, too. Uh, when I growed up, we used ivory soap. See, it float down the river like a boat. That stuff would float, man, I'm telling you, but it dissolved real quick. I got to get my wash rag. I got to get her lathered up. I've got to scrub. Everybody wants to come to church and say they're clean. Oh, not the Lord ain't cleansed you. Oh, you need a good bath. We're dirty. We're filthy. Our righteousness is his filthy rags in the eyes of God. The best we can do. How bad you want it? But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he said, God resists the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Verse 7, submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Everybody wants to say, well, the Bible says resist the devil and he'll flee from you. That ain't what it says. It says submit yourself therefore to God. 
how bad you want it. You want it bad enough to submit yourself this week? To do what God says to do? Well, preacher, you just you just preaching it too hard to live. No, you just living it too loose. I'm going to tell you tonight, church, there ain't but one way to get there. You got to go by the cross just like I did. Yes, sir. It's time for the church to get cleaned up. How bad you want it? You want it bad enough to submit yourself to the Lord this week? When he speaks to your heart and he says, hey, that ain't right in your life, instead of chiding with him, start t- instead of murmuring with him, saying, Lord, forgive me. Now, notice this. Verse number eight. He said, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. How bad you want it? You want it bad enough to draw, it, draw yourself to him? And he didn't say it, the Lord draw to you and then you draw to him. He said, draw nigh to God, then he'll draw nigh to you. Yeah. Let me show you where the church is. I've got to give an illustration tonight. You're God. <laughs> An illustration. Hey, beast being the devil. Now here's the Lord. I represent the church. Because we've let the world come in, got so much world that we're no godly good anymore. Here's what we're doing. Now wait a minute, preacher, I disagree with that. Well, those of you disagreeing, let me give you scripture. Your sins have separated you, not God from you, you from God. You cannot sin, not have it forgiven, and think that it's all right, out of sight, out of mind. I can't find that in the Bible. And then we'll dwell in it. And we're callous to it. Laying out of church, well, I don't it don't bother me. Well, preacher, you just don't understand. Me and God's got an understanding. Yeah, yeah, you do. You better do what he tells you to do. And then all of a sudden, we get right here. Now, here's where he said, you draw nine to God. Now, watch now. Right there's where the church left him. Right there. Look, look at where he's at right there. You see where he's at right there? And I'm going to show you something. This is Bible. If you go by what the Bible says, we get to this point to where we want it bad and God's people's willing to turn back. When I draw to him, according to the Bible, what does he do? I take a step, you take a step. We're going to go all week long. You know what I'm doing? I'm drawing nigh to him. You know what he's doing to me? He's drawing nigh to me. Watch this. Revival's coming. Ain't but one prayer away. Then we get right here. But now let me show you something. You see where I'm at with him now? You see where I'm not with him? It's going to take some work to get back there. But I can't get back there without him having his arm around me getting me there. Are you willing to submit yourself? Are you willing to humble yourself? Are you willing to resist the devil? You, I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. If you're going to be here all week, you're going to have to resist the devil. Yes, sir. He's going to tell you not to come. He's going to tell you it's hard. He's going to tell you, well, I'm hungry, got to eat. Yeah, you are. Come on, church, we'll feed you. He's going to tell you, but you just don't understand how it works. Right, listen, I still work every day. I still work every day. I still work every day. 
I'm going to work tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to work Tuesday, Wednesday. Now listen, I'm going to cut my day a little short Thursday because I can. Because uh-huh. my boss man said I could. Oh, you tired. Just go, go in there. Just don't go but 20 minutes tonight. Now listen, I'm going to tell you, brother. There's been times, I, at what, five minutes, I read one verse of scripture. I was done. I know some of y'all look at me. Y'all believe that. <laughs> we draw nigh to him. He'll draw nigh to us. Then he said, submit yourself therefore to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee. He didn't say put him in a car seat and bring him with you. He didn't say pick him up on the way. Listen, husbands, wives, y'all going to get in fusses this week. Me and my wife, we don't fuss anymore. We have intense fellowship. We'll have intense fellowship, but I'm going to tell you right now, me and her will make it right before we go into church house because it ain't about us and our problems. It's about him. If I can get to him, our problem's going to go away for a little while. Say amen, darling. She say amen. (laughs) Are you willing to draw nigh to God? Are you willing to cleanse your hands and purify your heart? Tired of being double-minded? The Bible said in the book of James, double-minded man's unstable in all of his ways. God's people, God's people are speaking out of both sides of their mouths. Amen. Come to church, amen, hallelujah, preach, I love the Lord, amen, thank God for what he's done for me. And then got cussing all over your Facebook page, God help you. God help you. Affiliated with all them friends on Facebook page, got all that perverted stuff. God help you. You need to get better friends. You feel that? He said come out from among the world. And be you separate. Saith the preacher. Saith the deacons. Saith the Lord. I didn't say it. He said it. We're to separate ourselves from it. I'm in it. But I can't be of it. Your heart's your double minded. We won't love God one day. And then the next day we, will, we won't live the way we want to. Can I tell you. Hey, Chris, being a Christian is not a title. It's a lifestyle. You don't change his book to fit your life. You change your life to fit his book. Listen, can I say this? It got real quiet. God doesn't dial somebody's number up. He's leaving you a message. Listen to him tonight. If you don't believe it, if you don't like it, if you don't agree with it, if that ain't the way you was taught, if it rubs you the wrong way, can I tell you something? It don't change it. It's still there. Well, they've changed the word of God. No, they ain't. His word's forever settled in heaven. (laughs) They've not changed nothing. We've changed. Here's where the rubber's going to meet the road right here. Verse number nine. Everybody look at it with me just right quick. I'm trying, I got my landing gear out. I'm trying to land this plane. 
He said, be afflicted. How bad do you want it? He said, mourn and weep. It ought to bother us to shake the churches in. How bad do you want it? You think, you, you, you think how the church used to be. Don't, 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 is it not in your eyes as the writer said it seems as nothing? She ain't what she once was. When I say she, that's the bride. He said he's coming back preaching for a bride without spot, without blemish. And if you read very closely on and on, it said without wrinkle. But we think we can live any way we want to and heaven's going to be my home. You sang it all day long. That don't change a thing. Are you willing to do that? How bad you want it? He said, let your laughter be turned into mourning. If we can go out in this world, live any way we want to, come in here and act like ain't nothing wrong and laugh about it, something's wrong with us. Everybody from, from this side all the way to this side, something's wrong with us. We can do the things outside of church that nobody knows about. The eyes of the Lord are in every place beholding both the evil and the good. Nothing's wrong anymore. You got the Joel Osteens of the world telling them they can do what they want to do, be what they want to be. Don't you get mad? He's a false prophet. Did I say that out loud? You better hope he don't hear. Well, if he hears me, tell him, let me come preach for him. That ain't going to happen. As soon as I open the Bible, half of them leave. Because I scared them because the Bible was open. I'm telling you the truth. We got all this stuff on radio. We got all this stuff on TV. And you got a nice little old country church right here with a preacher I believe from my heart preaches the gospel. And it's all we can do to come. We want him to be on fire. We expect him to spend his time in prayer and in study. We expect him to look after us, be there when we're sick, be there at the hospital, preach our family's funeral. But we can't come in with the attitude of prayer. Let your laughter be turned in the morning. When we come through the church house, I'm trying, preacher. Boy, we'll come into church, boy. Like we've done something. Watch this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm here, Lord, bless me. I'm here, Lord, bless me. Right here, Lord. Not over there. Right here. Put me under the spout where the glory comes out. I'm here, Lord. Not realizing when we come through those doors, our righteousness is as filthy rags. If we'd come through those doors with that attitude, we'd realize we're coming into God's house, in God's presence. It's a holy place. Do you realize inside these four walls you're doing the most sacred thing you can do this side of eternity? Worship God. Contrary to popular belief, and I'm going to tell you right now, Walmart today's got more church members than the church house does. I'm being honest with you. God is a spirit. They that worship him must. I don't believe he gave us an option there, did he? No. Well, we worship different. Not if you're a Christian. 
Now, if you're a Buddhist, we worship different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're Muslim, we worship different. Yeah, yeah. But if we're Christians, yeah. we must worship Him in spirit and in truth. How can we worship God when we come in here filled with lies? How bad do you want it? And some of y'all look at me like, well, what are you, are you, are you talking to me, preacher? I didn't come here to preach to the lights. I didn't come here to preach to the pews. I didn't come here to preach to the ceiling. Well, you preaching people, you doggone straight I am. I'm preaching right to you. Right to you. God is a spirit. God's not a man. Read your Bible. God is not a man. We think we look eye to eye to God. We don't. We don't. We think we can argue with God. Oh, now, now listen. You're a free moral agent. Beardy, you can do what you want to do. You can live the way you want to live. You can talk the way you want to talk. You can do what you want to do. God will allow you to do that. I just don't believe God sends people to hell. He don't. He plainly said that it wasn't made for us. It's a choice you make. How bad you want it? We're trying to get our lost family saved. Somebody say amen. Amen. But yet we act just like them. We'll go home and run our mouths about other church people and preachers in front of our lost family and we wonder why they won't come to church. I wouldn't come either. If the Spirit ain't here, I'd just as soon be fishing. Say it ain't so. What, what, we getting in a formality? We should expect that. We should want it. We should desire it every time we come through the the doors of the church. Preacher, preach. Lord, preach the preacher till his tongue's hanging out. You start preaching, everybody's like, there's Brother Scott again. <laughs> Get halfway through the message, they're like. <laughs> you get to the end, then you're like. <laughs> See, they think, they think we got special gifts. You tell on yourself. Yeah. 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 Anybody in here, just right quick, preachers, lay members, it does not matter. Anybody in here feel like you don't need revival? Anybody in here, you measure up, you live in the best you can, you're, you're doing your very best right now. Can't happen. Can't happen. Our righteousness is as filthy rags in the eyes of God. When we get to the point we think we've done enough, that's when we need to do more. That's why revival don't come. We think we've done enough. We're good enough. It won't come as long as that pride's there. It's not going to come. No, sir. It cannot. How bad you want it. It's all right. It's all right. I see it on. It's okay. 
I ain't scared. It's all right. The word of God's the word of God. That settles it all. I said it settles it all. I said it settles it all. Forever is it settled in heaven. Are you willing? Let your laughter be turned to mourning, your joy to heaviness. It ought to be a heavy burden to us to know the shape of the church. And to think, now listen, to think that the that that the reason that she's in the shape she she's in is because of I'm gonna let you answer that one. Who's to blame for it? You know what we got? We got hearers but not doers. We're beholding our face in a glass. Oh, they ain't nothing. Boy, I'm good. No. Oh, no, there ain't nothing I need to change. You're looking in the wrong mirror. The mirror's the Word of God. He said the perfect law of liberty. It's right there. You know what that Word of God will do to you? It'll show you every one of your flaws. Huh? Now, I say this. I'm not trying to be comical, but I, I always relate that physical to, to spiritual. When he's talking about a man that, 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 that does that and, and, and realizes uh, 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 and holds his face and natural face in the ground and does not change. He, he, he said that man deceives himself. I look at all the hair in here. Some, some of you is like me. It's about gone. I got wavy hair. It's waving by. We get in there, listen, I, I, I look and I trim myself up. Beardy won't know what happened to my beard. When it gets hot, I shave it off. I don't like it. Yeah. We look in the mirror, man, we fix everything. Boy, we do. <laughs> Ladies, my wife, she'll flam, she'll And she'll flam. And she'll, she's looking there. And then, boy, she messes up. Honey, how do I said, please don't ask me. Please don't ask me. <laughs> you say, preacher, now listen to me. You look in the mirror and you see a flaw on your face. Are you just going to walk away and leave it there? Oh, I shaved, but I left a patch right here. I'm just going to leave it there today. No, you're not. You're going to look in there and you see a little something hanging. You ain't going to leave it there. You say, preacher, no, listen to me. I'm being serious. You're going to change it. Why? You don't want nobody to see you like that. But yet we'll come into God's house and He sees us the way we are. How bad you want it. Verse number 10. We're landing. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and He shall lift you up. Started with humbleness, ended with humbleness. Without humility, it ain't gonna happen. I ask you again tonight, church, how bad you want it? Everybody in here, just right quick, all the members of this church, let me see. All right, put your hands down. Visitors.
How bad you want it? I tell you, I, I listen, I know I'm not preaching anymore, but I, I, I'm going to be here. I, I, I need something. I need something to get me through. He that endures to the end, same shall be saved. I can't endure if I ain't eating. An old sheep feeder needs to be fed every once in a while, don't they? <laughs> How bad you want it? Everybody look at me. I'm, I will make eye contact. How bad you want it? Every one of its members, visitors alike, how bad you want it? Are you willing to do what it's going to take? I just preached it to you. Amen. You willing to do what it's going to take to get it? I'm not here for a series of meetings. Amen. You call me tomorrow and tell you, tell, oh, everybody call me, boy, you just made everybody mad. Just tell me not to come back. I won't come back. I, I'll be honest with you. It, it says, if you, I, I love you, death. Enjoyed that song. If you don't want it. I didn't bring it in my pocket. Huh? It ain't in my back pocket either. There's a spare button, I think, back there. Doggone coat that I got. It says it's got pockets. It's NIV pockets. They ain't real. I'll preach against every perversion there is out there. Perversions. The church is tainted with it. How bad you want it? Back here at the back. How bad you want it? Back all the way to the front. How bad you want it? How bad you want it? God said He'd give it. But you're going to have to sacrifice. Pastor, I'm going to turn it over to you. I don't know if somebody's going to sing what's going to happen. But listen, whatever song's going to be sung. Whatever's going to take place. There's an altar right here. It's going to start right here. It starts as our first part of Scripture. Judgment must begin at the house of God. Pastor back there, first, first free will Baptist. Brother, I love you, but you ain't perfect. You, you ain't going to make it if you don't get help. Pastor's burdens is heavy. You ain't going to make it. How bad do you want it? Sacrifice what you need to sacrifice this week. You push what you need to push. But you want it in your heart. Pastor, we turn it over to you.